And then we went to the award show, which was like essentially like the Grammys, you know, which was really cool. Like we're wearing like gowns. And then it's, it's just funny because you're so dressed up. You're, everybody looks amazing. Everybody's in these like sick gowns. Mm-hmm. There's a red carpet. And then it's like, and for best threesome blowjob scene, we are giving it to. <laughs> Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> but it's fun. Like, I feel like what's cool about the porn industry is that it's kind of like an industry that's obviously like stigmatized. Mm-hmm. Chemical X. What's up, guys, and welcome to season five. I know it's technically our second episode in season five, but for us, it's been about two months since filming. Yeah. So we're back. We're rusty as fuck. So if this episode, I don't know how to speak English, which I never actually know how to speak. <laughs> but like, at least this time I have an excuse because I it's been a while. You know what I mean? I don't even know how to do this anymore. Well, I'm just, I'm not really sure. By the way, I have nothing to say. I, I don't remember anything that's happened in these past two months, but like also... I started writing a list of everything I want to talk about, and it was a four-page essay. So you'll either be here for a short amount of time or a lot amount of time. A lot amount of time. We're already after a rough start. <laughs> and here we go. My name's Alessia. Well, hold on. I did this on a bad time. I didn't give Veronica a chance to drink water. <laughs> My name's Veronica, and welcome to the Chem Collects podcast once again, guys. Season five. If you haven't already subscribed... You're actually rude. You're mean. You're actually... Like, don't listen. My ring says bitch one, and you're a bitch. You're a bitch. So rude. it's time. So guys, subscribe, like, leave us a comment down below, send us some love, and also follow us. It's okay. Everyone, everyone knows we address that it's been too much. So everyone is here they with know. us. They know. They're like you know. You just gotta tell everybody what's going on. You gotta open up. You gotta be vulnerable. <laughs> yes, you gotta okay. be vulnerable. Vulnerable vulnerability. Twenty twenty three. Um. So follow us on a podcast. Follow us on podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. TikTok. Anyways, all the Just social media apps. fucking do there. it all. And Snapchat too. Take our email. Whatever you want. <laughs> send us an email, guys, by the way. You know, we, we often get submissions. But if you don't know, you can actually send us an email at chemicalxpodcast at gmail.com and submit your story for advice, um, something that happened to you, whatever, some topics you want to hear us talk about. Just us up always blows my mind when you change the script on us I but i mean if you're not no gonna problem. do it in season five i gotta keep it fresh you know what i mean i gotta keep them guessing yeah might throw in an email <laughs> new new day new season new me so guys welcome back we've been we've doing been, some traveling we've been all around the, well i've been all i've actually been all around the globe you have if the globe was just the usa but I've is been. that why we were in blue we're trying to show that we're what world travelers <laughs> What does it have to do with blue? The map is blue. Well, it's also blue and green, so maybe. I mean, yeah. You saved yourself there, though. No, Let's no, be no. real. You I saved was... yourself with the green. No, I, I do. I do. You know. You're like, <laughs> I knew. So I where knew. do we want to start with? Where do we want to go with this? Because I have fucking trees digging into my skin. <laughs> I already have eczema. I'm already itchy as it is. Fuck. <laughs> Season five, but not much has changed. <laughs> so, guys, in this short amount long amount slash long amount short slash long amount of time that we've been gone um i've been to miami vegas back to miami do you want like the New wow York, in the background know? like, like the, the clapping like, like the oh wow you really travel well my bank account is saying boo <laughs> boo new york boo <laughs> so that's what my bank is saying 
Uh, everybody else could clap. Thank I'm you. trying to think of where you went, really. We've done the same thing, plus you did Vegas, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, relax. Listen, <laughs> I really humble you. It's because I, I didn't do... I think the problem was that like I didn't like jump from one destination to another. It's like I did Miami, then I went to Vegas, then I came back to Miami, then I went home, and then I went to New York, and then I came back. So it was like a lot of like mix around. Yeah. You know? um, so first of all, we were spending uh, New Year's in Miami. So guys, as you know, we're working with our favorite jewelry brand, Every Jewels. And this week in our PR package, we got a little surprise. My heart ring is saying bitch one. So as long as you know who the leader is here. Well, I mean, they gave us matching rings, bitch one and bitch two. So already I'm questioning. So you think we're mean. Like, I don't know what I ever did to you. <laughs> but also when Alessia reached for that bitch one, we got into a fight. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think they should have sent us both bitch one and bitch one because we're both equal here on this podcast. And I don't think anybody's better than anyone. But if I had to choose, it would be me. <laughs> Bless your chosen it, sir. And I let her. And I actually, I let you have bitch one, which means I'm actually bitch two. No, honestly, <laughs> Wait, I'm bitch two. This actually signifies who's actually the bitch. Yeah, I think that, that's fair. But also I put because bitch, bitch one would never. Would never. Would never. So, guys, if you also believe that you are fucking bitch one, then head on to Every Jewels and use our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout to receive 20% off anything on Every Jewels. So, first of all, we were spending uh, New Year's in Miami, which was always fun. It's always a fun thing to do because I've never done it. So, I did it. Uh, Wait, you've never done it? I've never done New Year's actually out of the country wait what yeah i've always spent new year's except in australia but i've always spent new year's in montreal i did not know that 514 that was not five whatever i just said was not 514 interesting i didn't know that uh, i yeah. feel like that's the one time i never do it here well, i did I, I've, I've done <laughs> okay. it so i did my first i popped my cherry i did <laughs> okay. it um so this year you know decided to do miami and i didn't realize well i did realize but uh I thought, I don't know what I've been thinking, that I'm invincible with my standby tickets, that I think I'm just going to skis by on every plane when it's the busiest also, time of hold year on. to travel. No one here feels bad for you. Guys, she gets to travel for like $100. It's not $100, first oh. of all. It, we always joke, laugh $100, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's like sometimes I could have bought a confirmed ticket for the price that I'm paying, okay? But it's and, and, and mixed with the, trust me, <laughs> I know what you're saying. I hear you. But when you're at the airport for Explain 10 hours. Explain for anyone who doesn't know. So standby guys is space available. So basically if there's a seat on the plane, you can get it um, because my parents uh, have benefits from the airport because that's where they used to work. So I'm the child of the benefits, which is, you know, love it. Great. Good. But usually you tend to travel when it's not peak season because the flights are full because when there is no space, you're not getting on the flight and you're not going to your destination. So it's a really risky way to travel, but it's fun when there's space. You, you know live I mean? life on edge because you're always checking how many seats are available. Well, it's just who like who missed the connecting yeah. that is now being, you know, brought to that flight. Anything Who's ahead of you seniority wise? Like it's very sketch. And like when you're planning a trip, it's like, well, yeah, I might come. Like I might. Like I don't know if I'm gonna make it there. Like I might see you in Miami. <laughs> yeah. I might not. You know, like you never really, you can never really like, you can never really sit at peace. Right. What's the amount? Up seats available. I know it doesn't work that way, but that would make you, you know, drive to the airport saying I'm getting on. There's not a lot of Every time I get, I get, every time I think, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. 20 seats available. I'm good. The next day, minus 10. Right. Minus fucking 10. I mean, listen, New Year's, Miami, peak season. 
We were already going in a little rusty. Oh, I was going in with the idea I was not coming to Miami. Um, but I had a flight to catch out of Miami to Vegas for my work trip. So wait, the stakes wait, were just higher. before that, just before that, Veronica and I we were trying to get on the same well, we weren't both trying to get on the same flight. I had a confirmed seat. So it was so nice for you to just like be with me the whole entire well, process. Well, I chaperoned Alessia. It was so nice to get flight. Starbucks together, to chat. And then when we had to part ways because you didn't get on, it was it was kind of sad. Also mixed in with the fact that my other friend lost his passport the night before. So I was like, I'm really traveling alone today. <laughs> See you later. Well, literally, Alessia's boarding her flight, the flight I was supposed to get on. And I basically just waved goodbye to her and said, have a safe flight. I'll see you when you come back to Montreal because I'm not getting on this flight. But uh, the thing about Florida is that there's so many flights going out of Montreal that, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, I'm going to You'll try for Lauderdale. Lot, you know? like, yeah. I was like, I have to make it somehow. And I'm not going to lie, guys, I got to the airport at 8 a.m. And when I was still there at 8 p.m., I didn't feel so lucky anymore, you know? Yeah. And I was trying for every flight that would come out. And, and at a point, the girl just goes, listen, I'm going to be I'm going to be one to one. I'm going to be Leave. honest with you. Nobody's getting on. And I just uh, had it, though, that you were getting on. I love I love the manifestation. Thank you so much. But I didn't <laughs> feel that way. I was feeling that way. I was confident. Yeah. Um, but like as you start missing like the third flight and the fourth flight, you're like, I'm not getting. And I was like, OK, what do I do at this point? Because every other the thing is with standby is like you're not the only one on standby. So if you're not getting on, there's probably a lot of other people who aren't getting on. So like they're following you at every but the flight. The one good thing about you is that you were solo. A lot of people yeah. like to travel exactly. together. Finally, like on the last flight. Uh, there was one flight out to Miami at night and I was like, okay, I'm going to try for this one. It's a smaller airplane. The chances of getting on were slim. It was like minus seven seats, which means that they're oversold by seven people. So already seven people don't have a seat, but, uh, yeah, so it was really, the stakes were not high. And, uh, I was sitting there. I was I, at this point, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to Miami. And I was initially flying to You're Fort just like, Lauderdale. I'll stay just so I can wave at everyone again. Yeah. <laughs> so I was initially flying to Fort Lauderdale. And when I switched to the Miami flight, I specifically went to the customer service and I was like, can you guys switch my luggage over? And the phone calls that he was making were seeming a little too long for like a just switch the luggage over. It was like he kept repeating the, the, the number of my luggage. And I was like, I don't like. And then he, he ended the call with like a no problem. It's been done. But I was like. What you just did there didn't yeah. give me the confidence that it's been done. But yeah. There's nothing you can do at that point. You say thank you, you walk away, and you you know your luggage is lost, right? Absolutely. But at this point, I'm still in Montreal with my luggage, and I know that it's it's not making it. Um, so I get to Miami, my Miami flight, and at this point, there's so many people waiting for the flights. There's there's two girls that come up to me and talk to me, and they're like, Are you waiting on standby too? I'm like, Yeah, you know, like I've been here all day, like I've been like hustling, waiting. They're like, no way. But then, like, I start calculating. I'm like, okay, these two girls are traveling together. And then I'm, I'm like, trying to suss out who else is traveling. Yeah. Standby. Because I'm like, I will step on any of you bitches. Like, I don't, yeah. I need to get there. I need to get there. And if you're not getting on that day, the day after that only gets harder. It only like, gets worse. It's, it's worse. And I'm seeing all these people. I'm seeing them tomorrow, too, you know? So it's looking like there's no seats available on the flight. They've boarded the whole plane at this point. And I'm there praying to, I don't know who I'm praying. I'm praying to anyone. Suddenly I'm, I'm every religion. And I'm like, thank you so much for like this life. And I thank you so much. And I'll, I'll turn religion if you get me on this flight. And then at a point, I, I know that there was like, like I, there was like no seats available. Everybody was on the flight. And then I see the, the gate agent talking to somebody and she calls over the family. And I, I could tell by the last names, like who's on the standby list. So like she calls over standby people. So I go, oh my God 
does that mean there's a seat and i see her talking to them and she points the finger one but let's let just so you guys know i'm 10th in line to get a seat so like there has to be 10 seats available for me to Ten get people one. have to say no for you to get on exactly like they're exactly so <laughs> i'm not getting a seat so like it would take a fucking miracle for me to get on this flight you know and I see her talking to the family and she goes like, she points the finger one. And at this point, the girls are talking to me that are also on standby. I'm, I'm like, so sorry, guys. But like, I have business. You to didn't ask to. them, by the way, guys, would you guys split up? No, I didn't say anything at this time. I just said, oh, I think they're talking about standby seats. I'm going to go over to the desk. And they followed me too. But I was like, nah, nah, nah. you know, like what you don't know can't hurt you. Can't hurt you. Well, you so, told them I wouldn't have. I get to the desk and I hear them t- like they're discussing and she's saying, okay, there's one seat. So then they call over the, the first family of four people refuses because they're four. So now I'm like, suddenly it's like, I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And the yeah. light is Miami, you know? And, uh, then she calls over the next couple. There are two. And now this couple is like fighting over like, just go, Tony, Tony, just go. I'm going to meet you tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm there like, Tony, stay, Tony. No, you don't want to go without your wife. Come on, Tony. Don't leave your wife. You know what I mean? Like, That's like so rude. Don't do that. But it's like, so you're going to make your travel alone, Tony. Come on. But like, I'm just listening to this whole ordeal. They're fighting because the wife is trying to get him to go on the plane without her. And he doesn't want, you know, but I'm like. I take no... And then I look at the two girls and I go, you guys don't want to split up, do you? You know, like manipulation. I had to do what I had to do. You had to do it. And they're like, no, like we, we want to go together. And I was like, okay. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. And then I go to the front. I don't give anyone any time to reconsider. Like I jumped in like a shark. Yeah. Like I was like, no, okay. I jumped in. I said, look, I'm traveling alone. I will happily take the only seat. They go, okay, no problem. Boom, boom, boom. Boarding pass. And I, and I don't even want to look back because like when you see somebody getting a seat, it's like well, that shouldn't be allowed. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like me and the girl at the desk even said like, oh my God, like you, the one on the la- on the bottom of the list got the C. Like I've never seen that before. And I'm yeah. like, me neither. See you later. And guys, that being said, I felt super lucky until I landed in Miami with no luggage because I knew my luggage was Look, not getting, you can't get it all, you right? You can't get it all out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you had brought a carry on with absolutely nothing. Inside. Oh, I brought nothing inside. <laughs> I brought my shoes, which turned out to be the only thing I needed, to be honest. But you know what? If you know every other girl's your size, you can work with anything. Realistically, what you really want is your shoes and makeup. Well, that's the thing. I didn't bring the makeup. Okay, but my that's, mom even said, I don't even know who does that. By the way, I never even like spoke to you about this. <laughs> My makeup is not even on my carry-on. It's literally in my purse. Like, how dare you even think that I'm going to get to the fucking Miami with no makeup? That's like fucking... That's not happening. I have this fear that when I travel with my makeup, I'm always scared they're going to start going over 100. And I'm like, I can't lose this. Like, this needs to safely get you know, scent. And and how has that worked for it's, you? It hasn't worked. I, I promise you my makeup is con- going to be, be so strapped to my body. I thrilled to know that my makeup made it and one item I had to repurchase. <laughs> 100%. So that's a great point. That's a great point, lady. Um, so I got there and, uh, and I even, when I was getting my ticket on the plane, I said, can you make sure that they switch my luggage over from Fort Lauderdale to Miami? They said, no problem. <laughs> they didn't do it. Um, so I got there and I waited and like, I've never been you know, like you hear the stories about people losing their luggage. You just, you never think it's going to be you. But when it's literally midnight, I'm standing in Miami with no money, no job and no luggage. Yeah. And uh, I have to, I have to waddle my little carry on knowing that I'm here for three weeks. And just keep in mind that the other friend who had to redo his passport the day, the day after he missed his flight, basically he just came to meet us a day later. He also lost his <laughs> luggage. So we have in the room veronica with no luggage our other friend with no luggage so it just felt like a little bit of like 
invasion of privacy, oh, I yeah. would say, between you and the other. It wasn't even just like, okay, Veronica, you took my hairspray. Like, where is it? It's like, I'm dealing with two motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. That are that are leeching. Leeching. And like, it was better when it was just me because it was like, when, and he, came, well, actually, let me start by saying, guys, when I went to fill out my, my luggage, like, and I was like, hey, look, they, my luggage didn't get here. They gave me a piece of paper and they were like, write down. And I was like, I don't like how old school this is going. And this is feeling like I'm getting my luggage Call in eight and weeks. figure out where it is. No, but like, I want some kind of app. Like, it's 2023. Like, give me some kind of online form, something. Don't give me a pen and paper. That just, I'm yeah. not going to lie, guys. You know what really I just thought about? Like, I'm not getting it. Yeah, you know what I just thought about? So um, our other friend was able to collect like I think two thousand dollars because it took them maybe three days to find his luggage, which is three days, you know, of not having anything in Miami. But I don't know if it works that way for standby. Because if it does, then you should definitely collect. I think it's a little late for that, sweetie. I also think like you don't get that privilege when you're on standby. Yeah, I, don't think they, they I, I, I would me. assume you don't. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I just realized actually the day that you arrived. My friend and I were already there. So I had a girlfriend that was already... We had a friend who was already there before. She's right. been there for like weeks. A week. She, she was there for a week. So the second I got there, she was like, Alette, what's the plan? I was like, you know what? We're both single. We're not going to be able to do this much because our other friends are coming. So let's do a double date. So we went out for dinner the night that you you were struggling. My friends don't care about me. We got taken out on dinner. Good. Enjoy. And guys, you never want to be when you're traveling, you never want to be the friend that's showing up last and like at night because like I'm on the plane, well, but I'm heartburned because I'm thinking I'm landing there at 1 a.m. and I'm standing outside the hotel because they're not letting me in. And my friends don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. If I don't have a key, like I remember being like, hey, guys, did you leave a key for me? Like, did, hey. And then when you get the like, just ask reception, I was like, oh, this is not going to work. You know, like I'm like, yeah. here we go. They're going to say you have to wait till your friends. I'm going to be sleeping on the floor outside the room. Like, yeah. So this was a guy from Raya. I was just like, you know, what? it's our first day here. Let's get treated to a nice dinner. They chose a nice spot. I was like, beautiful. He brought three of his friends who were, who were fucking smoking hot. And uh, my guy was very cute too, very quiet. Basically, we're eating at the dinner and all of a sudden, a couple of other friends come and one of them is Tyler Cameron. If you guys know from The Bachelor, he was the one who kind of made it the biggest out of it. He dated Gigi Hadid. Um, and I totally acted like I had no idea who he was. You're like, who's that? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Like, People trip over him. Can I see a picture? Go, go see a picture. If you don't mind, so I can have a visual. Okay. An all-American boy. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. I think he's missing a little bit of spice. Really? I wouldn't think spice is what he's missing. Okay, well, when I look at those pics, he's hot, but... Okay, maybe. <laughs> he looks like he kind of looks like Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. No, Ferb. Anyways. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, you met him. I met him. Did you I was him? really Did you like Yeah, he was asking where we were from and stuff, but then there was like a oh, girl so who was kissed. like No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl who joined. Well, did I kiss Justin Bieber? <laughs> we're liars. <laughs> Anyway, just to sum up that Raya date, it was really fun. He was so mysterious. Even my friend was like, oh, my God, like, he's he's cute. And then as we were seeing him, like, during the trip, he just became the opposite of what we thought he was. You know when someone's so, like, quiet and you go, so mysterious, like, I want to know more? Yeah. And then you get to know them and they open up and then you're like, what the fuck? Like, cl close up. <laughs> so we had fun at the dinner and then we went to 11 and then we called it a night. And then the next day he's like, come, we're all going on a boat. It's a friend's birthday. 
So we were like, okay, sure, we're going to come on the boat. And then they were attaching, like, they basically you're only allowed 13 people on a boat, so they rented more than one boat, and then they attached the boats together, okay? So as the day is going by and we're on the boat, I'm realizing that this Raya guy is not for me, and he's not what I thought he was. And but now you're on a boat. Yeah. But you're, then you're as locked. the boats, like, you know, connect, there's one really big cutie. I never told you this story. Oh, wait, maybe. Yeah, I did. So there's one cutie on the other boat and I'm like, fuck, like how disrespectful is it to like say, see you later (laughs) when they're the ones who invited, you know, us. Do you want me to do you want me to be a good friend or do you want me to tell you the truth? Sure. I mean, it's really disrespectful. (laughs) Is it? Like how much do I I don't. I mean, if I invite a guy to like a party and he and he ends up talking to one of my friends and I mean, look they're not friends that's the thing okay look here's the thing though we're making it seem like this raya guy was all about me he was flirting with my girlfriend too like it wasn't just about me but then everything i did was an issue for some reason um so whatever the boats connect and now we're we're kind of just like switching boats and they're a little bit more like they're not switching boats the guys and like you know all the girls were kind of just like mingling and at a point, I end up on the other boat. And, I, and you know when you just feel it? Like, we're both looking at each other. Mm. I'm like, fuck, like, can I at least speak to him? I already decided in my head that this Raya guy is not for me. <laughs> it's not like a, oh, I saw someone better and now I'm like, see you later. Yeah. Just like, does drugs. Not my style, okay? Right. I mean, my style. but I mean, definitely in line with your track record. But, but we're turning a new leaf. Thank you. I see him staring, whatever. He finally makes one comment. He's like, I like what you're wearing. I was like, okay, that's the hottest guy I've ever met. I don't know why when someone compliments me on my outfit, it's just like, it's to me, that's better than like, oh my God, you're so pretty. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. At first, I think it's like a, well, are you gay? But then I guess it's like, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, baby, I love what you're wearing. Oh my God. That's how, I don't know why that's how I thought about it in my head, but. Okay, when you put it like that. But I see what you mean. Like, yeah, you look really good. I think so. I love what you're wearing. I don't know. I don't know. That one's not for me, actually. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to see if it's not for me. I like I what you're wearing. wearing. I don't think it was. A, I like what were you wearing? A bikini? I was wearing a bikini. I mean, a Dior one. <laughs> and like a nice long, like, uh, did he like what you're wearing? He liked your tits. <laughs> Let's be real. He liked well, that you were not wearing much. He couldn't like my outfit. That's just not a thing when you have well, big you boots, you weren't I wearing guess. an outfit. I was wearing a bikini and I was wearing like a big long... Oh, it's a sick outfit. And I was also doing like gold tie-up shoes. Like everything just matched. Right. Anyway, fuck off. So whatever. And I was like, thank you, whatever. And then that was it. And then later on, whatever, I start taking shots with him later. But my other girlfriend is on the other boat dealing with my Raya guy. And he starts... So what? She just chooses like the best looking guy on the boat. And then all of a sudden she just forgets about me. Like insecurity coming out. Like I'm just taking a shot at this point. Like well, leave no me offense, alone. But him saying the best looking guy on the boat just makes me say like, see ya. Like that's actually <laughs> yeah. the biggest turnoff I've ever heard in my Literally. life. Literally. I don't think he expected me to hear that. But you're telling my friend, you mm-hmm. know. Anyway, whatever. So then uh, I go back. Uh, I'm playing ping pong. Well, <laughs> I'm playing ping pong at this point. And then at a point, Okay everyone's drinking like i don't think anyone's focused on me like everybody do your thing okay we're just at the top of the boat just having a conversation it was a bit like the bachelor like he's fighting for me and i'm just like i'm getting to know the next guy like what do you want from me he's like i invited you on the boat 
and we're just talking and then now everyone's like hey you got to go back on your original boat because we're, we're taking off right but i was like you know what like it's fine i could just stay on this boat at this point i'm not talking to the riot guy anymore anyways so my friend comes up and she's like we're getting on the other boat i'm like i think i'm just gonna stay on this one and then all of a sudden my raya guy comes up and my girlfriend's like i don't think you want to go up like alessia's there like yeah. just stop he's like no no i want to go up so he comes to the top of the boat where i'm just getting to know the other guy we're just like chatting laughing and uh he goes so alessia are you gonna come on the other boat like we're taking off and i was just like and i have the other guy just looking at me like so what are you gonna do <laughs> And I was like, you have one rose. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. So I was like, actually, I think I'm going to stay on this boat. Well, you have balls to say that. I would have been like, yes, I'm coming He's now. flirting with my other friend, too. Like, fuck off. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Relax. We met yesterday. Yeah. You know? And well, you like, brought other... he's choosing, choosing from, like, the pile that he brought. It's you just, know? like, annoying. Yeah, and Anyway, to wrap this all up, I uh, I basically told him I was going to stay on that boat. And then afterwards, got kicked off that boat and had to go back on the original boat. So when I tell you walk of shame, walking on that side of the boat. No. But I got that. Can I talk people? to you? Like, so then we're, we're, you know, the boat always has like a downstairs. We're oh like in some kind of like ghetto bedroom. Oh like, God. Anyway, I just want to let you know that that guy you were talking to has a girlfriend and me i'm like oh my god i really connected with him like he was like i don't do drugs like we were just like really vibing i was like wow even that guy's a piece of shit you know so i was like, really like what the fuck and they had invited us to go out afterwards right. so i was like what the fuck so then i was like pissed you know i was like anyway i ended up finding out because i ended up going out after that the guy is as single as it gets and he literally tried to he lied yeah like those kind of traits believe, though, though. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I did my research. Research. Right. Wow. But like he had no choice. He had to sting you somehow. That's crazy. Yeah. What? I don't I know what the, the lesson here is, but. Stick on your original But that's boat? a thing. Like girls do that. Well, we get invited to something like we're going to go. We're not like we met yesterday. You know what yeah. I mean? Like everyone's talking to everyone. Why is it such a big deal? You met me yesterday. We have no commitments to each other. Like fucking chill. Anyway. So he was pissed. We haven't spoken since. Fair. I mean, I don't think you're getting invited on another boat party, but yeah. it's fair. He really tried. He put you on a boat too where like it's a confined space and you found a way out. <laughs> I jumped on another boat. <laughs> and you said, can I stay? They said no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Though. Yeah. <laughs> though, no, no. Will you accept this rules? Yes. Please get on the other boat. Hundred <laughs> percent. You're like, I didn't want to be on this boat anyways. Baby, JK, I was It kidding. was the Alessia, you coming on the other boat? I think I'm going to stay here. You wanted to die in that moment. I wanted to puke. I would have swam, I think, back. It's because regardless of if I said, swimmer. yeah, I'm coming back on, I was dealing with the awkwardness. So I figured yeah. at that point, might as well stay with the guy I'm into <laughs> and just chill. People must think I'm really fucked up. Like, I never just, like, settle. I'm always like, who's the next little Chick-fil-A? <laughs> you know what I mean? This... This podcast, I just make myself sound like the biggest fucking whore there ever was. Oh, the next little Chick-fil-A. So, like, I didn't like him. So, I told myself, I'm going to go with the other boat. Come on, let me check out what's on this other boat here. There's <laughs> one right beside. It's it's for the picking. <laughs> you found. But I'm I feel like it always, it always ends up like that. You go on a, a double day, you end up liking, like, either the friend or, like... I find 
when you're dating a lot and you're meeting a lot of people, I feel like that shit really happens to you. Right. Because well, you're one, the one pulling through for the team. So it's like the friend always has all the options because <laughs> she didn't come with with any like strings. Yeah. But I, I'm like, you like Raya? You like Raya, babe? You're good. You like the selection that's here? <laughs> anyway. You like what I did for you? What I provided Absolutely. for you? Thank. Anyway. That's crazy. Yeah. But then it's like, if you don't get your guy, she doesn't get one either. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bitch, you don't get to be happy and I'm not. You kidding me? No. Yeah, literally. That's a perfect way for anyone who like doesn't have Raya or like has a friend who does. Stick around those people. You don't need the dating apps. You just need one friend that has it. You're better off that way too. Like you, you are. You actually you're are. You're skeezing by. You could leave when you Because then want. you're also the girl like, I don't have a dating app and then I look like shit, you know? <laughs> I'm just here like for fun. Yeah, like no, that's my crazy friend. Like I'm normal. Right. Like I come back on the boat that was presented to me. <laughs> I come back on the boat that brought me here. I'm loyal. <laughs> yeah. Your friend does, not loyal. <laughs> well, that's a way, that's one way to see if somebody's loyal. I already lost her. <laughs> no, if I was into the guy, I would have never. Fine. 100%. Yeah, there's nothing I could say at this there's point. Say. It is what it is, and it that's is fine. Well, I think the the peak of this story for me is well, he has a girlfriend. That's like, but I was like, I risked my life for you, and you had a girlfriend. But then you find out that he doesn't. It's like, yeah, you're, turn off the whole. Everyone situation. listening is like, that guy has it. No, I'm telling you, it's like the type of manipulation mm. that also told me he doesn't do drugs, and I see him doing a bunch of blow on the boat, like. Just a lot of things that I'm like, what the fuck? People will really tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. But let them show you. <laughs> <laughs> Actions, you know what they say. They speak louder than words. Yeah. That's what some say. People are like, okay, he was doing blow, like, relax. And like, he jumped on another boat, so red flag on both ways. <laughs> red flag, red flag. It evens out. Look at that. Zero. My God, I think I'm going to text him. I think we should date. <laughs> it evens out, equalizes. But he just also gave me cheater vibes. There was a lot of things. You're flirting with my friend too. And then we end up finding out that it didn't work out with his ex-girlfriend. Because why? He cheated on his girlfriend. Like, listen, the recipe is in the sauce. You see it right away. Mm. I don't know if that's the metaphor. Who the recipe am is in the sauce. I to say he's cheating? I'm jumping on another ball. Anyways, I think that's... I had uh, every right, honestly. I just didn't have of... the right to not go back on the other boat. That was bad. Yeah. Well, you made it back there somehow, so <laughs> against your will, maybe, but you made it back. <laughs> Anyways, so that was basically Miami because I don't remember any other, like, I wasn't even there actually in Miami. Yeah. Uh, literally, were you? <laughs> I don't know if I was there. I Maybe, maybe I was. Um, trips with friends, it's very like, one of our friends is going to do a, a Barry's boot camp. I'm getting wasted by the pool. Alessia's on a boat. It's like, you can't. I feel like yeah. at a certain age, you go on a trip together and it's everybody just disperses. Everyone just like fend for your life. But like, it's better like that because it's like sometimes you just, I don't want to go to Barry's. I'm sorry. You know what's really fun about that is that you're not like sick of being with the same person all day. Right. And there's nothing more exciting than like coming back from a date and it's like, I have all my girls in the room. Like, tell me everything that happened. Yeah. Get on the bed, order food. Like, it's just the vibes. It's the debrief. When you're doing everything together, it's like, yeah. I just think it's it's fun to have the flexibility because yeah. I hate traveling with people who are like, I know, I know. And you're like, I just, I want to do my own thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but after Miami. So Veronica, there's a guy I'm very interested in, but every time he comes near me, I don't know how to tell him his scent, his cologne turns me off. I'm not even joking. Well, 
I even pulled the whole, oh my God, what perfume are you wearing? I love it so much. So I know what the name is so that I never, ever, ever deal with that again. Well, that's really mean. But I think like the next option next time, maybe you could just pull up with a Persevere cologne by Manscaped, which by the way, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not going to lie. I doubted. I had doubts. But I, I smelt it and it smells really fucking good. It smells really, really good. Like actually really good. Like, like that like, guy damn. would definitely not be getting the same reaction with that other perfume. Like this is really, really good. If he was wearing this, he would have got laid. I agree. And also, if your cologne game is not there, at least your beard game should be there. So guys, Manscaped just <laughs> launched their new beard hedger kit. It's literally so gorgeous. It has everything in it. I wish I had a beard just so I could use it. I'm not even going to lie. They have like a little fancy I'm not going to lie though. I have a few here that grow on my chin. That we could raise. You know what I mean? Like we got to make use out of what we're getting here. Um, they really have everything, guys. Beard conditioner, beard ball. Beard balm. Hopefully you're not beard bald because then you wouldn't need this. Beard oil, beard shampoo. Like I didn't even know guys did this shit, but like you should be. And like my man better be. Like if you're not using beard shampoo, don't talk to me. Like what the hell? Yeah. Anyways, I just think it's so cute and such a good gift for your man or gift for yourself because when you take care of yourself, it's a gift for your girl as well. So so guys, head on to manscaped.com and use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive 20% off everything on their website. They just keep adding new things on their website. So it's just like an obvious to just use the discount code and use the free shipping and get everything for everyone. So it's yeah. a no brainer. Like two days after New Year's, I flew from Miami to Vegas because I was going to the Porn Awards, which has been in the works for a while now since I do work for Belessa, which is you know, Bless Plus is a porn company. And uh, we were getting sent out there on a business trip. And I was so excited. I've literally been anticipating this moment forever. So like that Miami trip is like, was I there? Was I not there? Because all I was thinking about was Vegas. You know, like, you know, when also because like, it's been your first it's it was your first time. It was my first time in Vegas. So I was so excited. And we were actually working on a project there, like interviewing people. So I knew it was gonna be like really, really fun. Uh, so I was so excited. And when I got there, you know, it was just actually five days of nonstop work. And I know like we always like work trip, like that's so fun. But like now I get it. I get why people say you work on a work trip. Like it was a work trip. Like we I were get working. It. You I've know? done Vegas for a work trip. And and yeah, it's it's not the same. It's not the same. Don't get me wrong. It was really fun. And I'm really grateful because like the colleagues that I did go with are people that I would consider like friends. Yeah. So it didn't feel so stale. Like we actually had a good time. Like it was actually like fun. And like we we went out, we joked, we laughed. We joked, we laughed. What is this? A fucking <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? A family channel. Anyways, it was a porn awards. Um, <laughs> but so basically what it was is there was like four days of like convention. So it was like a porn convention. So all literally every single porn star that i'm sure you've jerked off to was there start naming riley reed riley reed abella danger angela white I, I could literally go on every single porn star was there and it was really cool because it was like all the um you know there was like the Pornhub booth there was like the brazzers booth so just like all the booths and a lot of only fans girls too like Basically, anyone in the porn industry was at this event. Anyone and everyone. It was really cool, though. And it was also like, I just didn't know what to expect because I'm like a porn convention. Like, who are the types of people that go there? You know, like you kind of think it's going to be so sick. But then I'm like, who are the biggest like porn people? And it's probably just like a lot of guys, older men, which seemed to be what the, uh, you know, what the attendees were. <laughs> um, and it was like a lot of lines of, of people like 
wanting to take pictures with like their favorite porn stars get like autographs and stuff like that so it was really interesting and like my partner and i were interviewing people so it was really cool because we got to talk to pretty much all of them you have the excuse you have the end oh it's my not god. like oh my god like what should we say it's like no, no you have your script you have your script you have the camera you're ready to go who was the best interview who had the best vibes um i would say the best interview was um scarlet scandal okay i have no idea who that is she's she was super nice super funny but i would say like my top interview that was like most excited about was abella danger because i was like fangirling i was like oh my god like this is like there's any porn star i would want to meet it was kind of abella danger and honestly i have to say everybody was so nice i think that's one thing about the porn industry is like yeah like they have like the alerts and porn but it didn't feel as like you're a celebrity right and like i know that's gonna kind of sound like i'm downgrading them but i'm not it was just like everybody was really humble and nice and like they would go out of their way to do our interview like and i know how annoying it is to be like the media and like we're trying to get an mm-hmm. interview and, like i'm sure they're like hey fuck off but like everybody was super nice to you know do an interview with us so that was really cool and we met some comedians there um, we also like interviewed like other podcasters. So like Lena, the plug and Adam 22 mm-hmm. and like Trevor Wallace. So just like all these people in this space it was really, really cool to just have access to all these people at once. You know, like we were literally just walking up to people and interviewing them, which is right. You're rarely in a space where you can do that. But also you kind of feel like you're on the same. I feel like yeah i'm sure they're all nice but yeah you're kind of all sharing the same space so it doesn't yeah. feel like you're like a fan you know it's right. like we're all here working exactly kind of thing yeah but it was really cool and i don't know what i was expecting of it and i don't know if it hit my expectation i think i expected crazier after parties like i was expecting to see people fucking like i was expecting to see a lot of naked people and i didn't see any naked people you think just because they fuck all the time that they want to fuck on their one time off <laughs> their event like this is, this is like the, the grammys of porn they're fucking all the time they don't want to fuck when it's time <laughs> i mean look no i, I don't know porn star parties but i think that's more like the official like it was, i feel like it was the cleanest version of it you know so it was very like more so like the like event parties and stuff so i didn't i didn't see anybody fucking i didn't but it was really cool i was partying with like everybody and it was really a good time honestly everybody was super nice everybody was super friendly with us and wanted to get to know us which was really cool because you know and i'm not gonna lie i will admit that i would have been insulted if i didn't get recruited to do porn <laughs> like I, i'm not saying that it was a that it was a prerequisite but, but it if was. nobody was gonna say are you a performer i was gonna be a little bit insulted i mean yeah you just I have mean, to hide the microphone and be like yeah i mean yeah, i might be you know <laughs> um so like thankfully i got who, my ego who asked stroke. you i mean a lot of people asked me if i was a performer so okay but that's what you get. You're a girl there. They're going, you must be, you must be something. Yeah. You're a, a good lady here. They're just like, we've never seen that one. We, somebody actually came up to me and they said like, oh my God, I, yes, you, what's your name again? And I was like, sorry, I'm not a performer. And then he went like, oh, probably you, through TikTok and I was like, well, or podcast. Who? No, no. He thought I was a porn star. Oh, but then I was like, well, who do you think I am? You know <laughs> no, what I mean? Like, like, pull, like, well, pull it out. Actually, <laughs> who did you, who did you mistaken me for? Um, but yeah, no, it was really cool. And there was just like a lot of people like we went to an after party and like taiga was there and i was like i mean you would be here but like what are you doing here you know what I, <laughs> do you know what i mean like what are you doing here um and then we went to the award show which was like essentially like the grammys you know 
which was really cool. Like we're wearing like gowns. And then it's, it's just funny because you're so dressed up. You're so good. Like you look, everybody looks amazing. Everybody's in these like sick gowns. Mm-hmm. There's a red carpet. And then it's like, and for best threesome blowjob scene, we are giving it to, <laughs> where am I? Where am I? <laughs> but it's fun. Like I feel like what's cool about the porn industry is that it's kind of like an industry that's obviously like stigmatized. Mm-hmm. So like nobody is that like like it's not like I don't feel like it's like celebrities and like real actors not real actors but I don't feel like it's like the Oscars and the Grammys so serious it's so serious it's so stiff like I just like everybody's humble and everybody's like having a good time and and it's not that stiff you know everybody just feels humble you feel like you could talk to them I feel like in other events people are very like who are you you know and it didn't feel like that at all it was actually really sick and really fun yeah do you think that most of the porn stars that are there if they could be doing anything else and not be labeled a porn star, they would? Or do you... I feel like some of them really, like, that's their calling. Yeah. But do you think if anyone can, like, kind of take it back or be anything other than a porn star, they would? I mean, I Like, have you asked that question? We didn't ask that question. Um, we did ask, though, like, what would you do if you weren't a porn star? Okay. And that was, like, a lot of interesting answers. Like, a lot of people were, like, in school. A lot of people were, like, nurses or, like, were in the military before or, like real estate like they just had like an array of jobs really but it's just like it's interesting to hear because you you obviously you automatically label somebody as a porn star but then you find out that they're like you know graduated nursing school and Mm -hmm. we're doing like all this stuff and you're like damn like i forgot that like not that i forgot but you just don't associate it that way yeah um but i definitely think that a lot of porn stars do really like their job and i think you know, if you're in the space and and obviously I was talking to like the A-listers of porn. So I think at that point, it's like, why wouldn't you love your job? Right. You know what I mean? Like you're making a killing and you know, you're known, you're known. Uh, I think it might get a little more of a struggle when you're like really hustling to stay in the industry, because at the end of the day, like it's a it's a job like anything else. And it's an mm-hmm. industry like anything else. Like some people succeed, some people don't. So I don't know. I guess it'd probably be more so those people who might not want to. Right. Who might have wished to do something else. Because I do know that it is a big commitment. Like once you do get in the porn industry, like that's your name now. That's what what I I mean. mean? Like like, sometimes people would regret or not want that name for themselves or like even just things like trying to get a loan after is like harder when you have that porn star name, you know, because it's not respected when it comes to like finances. Exactly. And I think also which what's crazy is like obviously the porn industry like really banks on youth you know so like a lot of people become good get into the industry very young before you kind of realize the decision you're making by getting into the industry you know Mm -hmm. it's like actually a commitment and i I think think once you do it once it's kind of like whatever i showed my body i fucked on screen like yeah i kind of get how it's like what's another time like at this point you know right whether you have one video out or three thousand does it really change anything at that point i don't know yeah i I see what you're saying you know would you speaking of porn stars i mean like i met a lot a lot of them what's crazy is like a lot of them have like fiancés husbands you know wives and like sometimes they're dating people like in the industry and it's so interesting to see like the dynamic of the relationships because it's like for example like i'm meeting one porn star and he's like, oh, like, this is my wife and this is her boyfriend. You know, like, it's just like, wait, what? And I guess in that case, you really have to dissociate how much sex means to a relationship. Like, you need to be able to realize that you can have sex with somebody without having feelings for them. Yeah, and, like, without having, like, physical. an emotional connection. Yeah, and, like, still be able to go home to the person that you have an emotional connection with. Do you think they all mostly date each other because it's hard to, like, understand that life unless you're in it? Like, if I was a porn star, I would just date a 
yeah. I would date a porn star. I would say the majority of like porn stars or people in the industry date other people that are in the industry. I can't, I, I can't see how someone could be so. But then again, it's like acting, right? I mean, there are some there's a lot of people that do date people that are just like not in the industry. But I definitely think it comes with a lot more baggage like, baggage. Like I definitely think you need to like teach them everything and, and communicate and whereas like you wouldn't have to do as much work if you dated somebody that's also in the industry because mm-hmm. you're kind of like on the same level you, you understand each other you yeah. understand what's going on you know yeah that makes it's very sense. hard from an outside point of view to be able to understand understand what's going on but like that being said would you ever date a porn star no 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 would you date somebody who who was an ex-porn star no I don't know. Definitely. I, I definitely don't think that I would be able to date a porn star who was like working. No, uh, no to both. Honestly, no, to both? no, honestly, I know I sound close minded. I just for me, no. I mean, it's it's really like a what I fuck once to see what it would be like. Yeah. yeah. But no, not to not to date or not to. No, no, no. I definitely couldn't be in a relationship with somebody who's actively shooting porn. I just feel like at some point your mind gets skewed when you're in that lifestyle and there's no way you could look at women or sex the same way. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just, there's a lot of problems that come with life. I'll just X that one out right now <laughs> and just not go down that line. Okay. But what about if it was like only fans where in that case, like you're, you're kind of choosing who you're sleeping with or like you're actually maybe not sleeping with people at all. No, still no, no. Veronica, I have a hard time talking to a yeah. TikToker who does 100%. TikTok dances because I'm like, eh, I don't want to wake up and like, I'm just going to get cereal <laughs> in the kitchen. And you're there like popping your pelvis like I can't. I don't know. I think I could date a guy who did OnlyFans, but but it would have to be like he's not he can't be hooking. But up then I would else. have to be doing it, too. Would you ever do an OnlyFans with your man? Mm-mm. Really? No. Well, why not? Because I, I not not in a bad way, just like curious. What's your reasoning? Because like I, I always expect like my guy to just not be in similar industries as me. So if I was doing like OnlyFans, only let's say I was doing OnlyFans, right. I would want my man to be something really outside of like my line of work. But you would never do an yeah. OnlyFans together. No, no, no. I would. I would also probably date a guy who does OnlyFans. But like, like I said, it, for me, the line I can't get past is you sleeping with somebody else, touching somebody else, like anything that has to do with another person, I can't. But OnlyFans and Only, like just messaging on OnlyFans, like I think I'm fine with that. It's not even the message. For, for me, it's, it's, not, it's not personal on OnlyFans. For me, it's just like my ideal guy doesn't do that stuff. Right. I don't know. I don't know if it's... But like what if he's your perfect guy? He has everything else that you're looking for, but he has an OnlyFans. No. My perfect guy is is not an OnlyFans guy. I don't know. I I know. I hear what you're saying, but I'm saying but like, realistically I has everything else. <laughs> no, but I'm saying realistically has everything else you're looking for. Just that like he also does OnlyFans. No. You know what it is? It's because I don't do OnlyFans, and I think for me, I feel like when I meet my person, he'll respect the fact that I don't do OnlyFans. So for me to not be doing it because i i kind of want to be with someone who respects that i don't do that i wouldn't want my guy to be doing that okay does that make sense i see what you're saying (sighs) (sighs) saved yourself no it's there's double standards so many people are going to disagree with me but i just think that if i'm it's like almost like saving myself from that platform then i don't want the person 
Like if I'm not doing it and I know I can make money doing it, then why is my why is my man doing it and making money off it? I think it? it's the same idea of like if you want me to have a low body count, then I expect you to have a low body count. If that kind of makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like what I'm setting for myself, I'm also expecting out of you in a way. Right. And it's like you should kind of be like that. If you're if you're if that's what you're putting out, then that's what you should be going right. for. But if you did OnlyFans, would you accept that your man does OnlyFans? No. Well, there we go. There we go. There's the double standard. No. <laughs> Just no. Yeah. Nah, I think that one's tricky, though. That one's tricky. I think, look, for you, like you're saying, like, do it together. You definitely have to be with, like, a certain type of person mm-hmm. who likes that. But, like, I don't know. It's not for me. Would you date a guy that's a stripper? <laughs> no, but I would go to a strip club. But you wouldn't date a guy that's a stripper. No. He has everything else. No, it's not the type of men that I'm interested I, in. I know what you're saying. I get, I, I hear you. I you? Get you? Would you? Like, if it was my perfect guy, yeah. A stripper? I think it's tricky, though. It depends on the strip club. Depends what you're doing. Here we go. But, like, I think I would find... Look, it's not my first thing that I'm, like, jumping to date a stripper. But I think if it was, like, a guy that, like, had everything else, I would be able to get past it like i would be able to deal with it but it would have to be like just that you know yeah it's tough it's tough and i just feel like yes but i think it's also my character like i would do that you know what i mean like i would date a guy who's a stripper like it's not again something that i would do so it falls in line but i think it's just tricky i feel like guy strippers it's it's tricky it's tricky with guy strippers i also feel like guy strippers like it's very different than girl strippers i actually feel like guy strippers are taken more advantage of than girl strippers that makes sense really like i feel like girls feel like they can do anything with a guy because it's like a guy like oh they, they must like it whereas like i feel like at a girl strip club it's so strict interesting <laughs> do you know what i'm saying like i feel like girls are on a bachelorette they'll grab your dick like you know what <laughs> i mean like at a girl strip club like yeah but you don't feel like you. guys feel entitled to when they're paying for women i don't know about that depends the strip if club. you're a regular guy who goes to a strip club you know the rules and you're a little more like tamed and you're very yeah. like professional but i think as like certain people who go in there and think they're just entitled to be able to do anything because they're paying for women that's yeah. where it gets a little like tricky yeah also like this is gonna be a controversial thing <laughs> let's go but I personally don't feel like my guy. I've never been attracted to somebody who loved strip clubs. Okay. I don't feel like I could ever have a relationship with somebody who frequents strip clubs often. And it's not about the strippers. It's not about the strip club. It's just the idea that you do this on a regular basis. Yeah. Rubs me the wrong way. Okay. So wait, how, how often is too often? You're like once. <laughs> I mean, personally, like they have to be going with a group. It has to be like a birthday. It has to be a reason. I think it can't reason. just be like you woke up and you're like you went for dinner. And now you're like, where do we go now at the strip club? I just think if you and your boys like your meeting spot is the strip club. What's going on? Like, what do we need to unpack here? Like, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. it I agree. It's, it's nothing against the strip club. It's just the fact that you have to go there on such a regular basis, regardless if you're getting dances or not. It's just like, why? And I've personally always been with people that were like, yeah, I'm not really that into strip clubs. And like, I respect that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. although I do get the 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 idea of a strip club and I think it's cool. And like, even I myself will have fun going. 
I think, I think it should honestly, be. women have more fun at the strip clubs. Oh, and yeah, normally sure. guys go with women because it's like, let's see how another girl's going to react. Or, but also it's women's bodies is like art. Like, But I hear what you're saying. But there's different types of strip clubs, right? Like if you're in Miami, 11 is like, it's a strip club, but it's like, it's also a club, TS. So everyone's performing. No, so it's obviously. like, I think that you should go to the strip club the same amount of times you go to the casino. You go to the casino, you have a good time. Absolutely. As soon as it starts being weekly, we have a problem. And let me tell you, that's the rule of thumb. If you're going to the strip club the same amount that you would go to, you know what I mean? Like, it should be the same frequency as you see Veronica, the that was the best comparison you could have ever said. Because you go to the casino, you know you're about to lose money. I mean, realistically, you're you're paying for something to have entertainment, mm -hmm. which we all know you're supposed to go to the casino for entertainment, not to win money. So yeah. you're doing that. It's a good time. Right. I remember that. But like <laughs> when you're going every week to gain something out of it, which in the casino, you'd be going every week to make money problematic. And if you're going to the strip club every week to what? What are you trying to gain? Mm -hmm. Because it's something people don't just go to the strip club every single week for no reason. You're trying. You need something, whether it's stimulation, whether it's. Yeah. Like, like I said, I have no problem going to the strip club. I think it's super fun. But am I there every weekend? No. It's yeah. So it's your man's bachelor. Mm -hmm. Is he allowed to go to the strip club? He could do what he wants, but he'll know how this. <laughs> Look, allowed is a strong word. Well, no, because I want to know because all his friends want to go. Even if he doesn't really want to go, sometimes, you know, you do things because yeah. for the benefit of the group. And it's like, it's a bachelor. You got to live it up. But anyway, you're dating a guy and it's his bachelor. Can he go to the strip club? I have a rule when it comes to strip clubs. Let's and I, hear And it. it would apply also for a bachelor. Okay. For me... You could go to the strip club, like I said, at a normal frequency. Um, but if you start getting dances in the private rooms, that's weird to me. It's just like, this is my boundary. Like, look, you want to go to the strip club? You want to like throw money at the girls? Sure. You want to get like a dance for the table? She comes and dances? No problem. But as soon as it starts being like so personal and like... Mm -hmm. And look, even if your guy buys, your your friend buys you a dance and like, okay, the stripper comes and dance on you like for like one song. But like as soon as it starts being like you're you're getting dragged by the stripper to the back room mm -hmm. and like you're doing, that's where it starts to get weird I for think me. Men, why do you need that intimacy? Why do you yeah. need that closeness? Why do you need that one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, I think men really look at it, especially the friends in a bachelor party. They really look at it like it's your last night of freedom. It's your last, you know, day before you're you're hitched. Well, and I disagree like, with that point of view. No, I I, I totally yeah. agree with you. I'm just trying to say a male's perspective is just kind of like you're getting hitched, like have fun before you're married and it ends. Yeah. And I think that is the main problem. And, yeah. and even I've struggled with feeling like, you know, once you get married, like that's it. Like that's your life. And I think I still struggle with that, but I'm getting better at it is that your life doesn't stop when you're married but i realistically like I, and i agree with you i think the problem is the the idea that it's your last night of freedom like baby your last night of freedom was four fucking years ago but like it was don't when you think, met me oh it was the moment your eyes laid on mine you know what i mean yeah but i think that's the problem and i think personally for me the same way you're like the type of guy i'm going for is not a porn star yeah the type of guy i'm i'm going for is not the type of guy who like i would never be with somebody who feels the need to like kind of do shit like that i don't know what i'm saying like, yeah I and I like think, even with the I friends know. like i just feel like if we're going on a bachelor party and you're so like i want to have my boys and like i want to do the strip club mm -hmm. in vegas and like if you're doing all that shit for me it's just like you're not the type of guy i, I know be with. i know and like, also like when you're date, i like for me in a relationship 
and what I want next is I always want to be a little bit more the wild one being like, let's go to the strip club. Mm -hmm. And he's more like taming me like, no, I think that balance for me works better than somebody who like outdoes me. I think that for me is just too much. And I don't know how to handle that. But I always feel like if I have somebody who's more grounded, who's not an OnlyFans guy, who doesn't like strip clubs or like is fine with doing it once in a while. But it's like it's more something that I'm initiating. Like, let's go. Right. Then I, I really like that dynamic. Yeah. I don't like the dynamic where it's like the guy is forcing the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Let me force you to go. I just think like, look, and I'm speaking for myself. Like, obviously, I love to party. I love to go out. I love to have fun. Mm-hmm. So I would feel weird if my man felt like he need to get away from me to have a good time. Like, that's why I always said, like, I would love to have like a, a combined bachelor bachelorette because the way I see it is like. I'm marrying you. I want to party with you. All our friends are friends. Like yeah. your friends are my friends. I, I hate the idea that it's like, it has to be separate and don't get me wrong. You're still going to do your things with your girls and with your guys. But so I disagreed I just, with you until you said, well, yeah, we're going to do our separate things. Like us girls, we're going to spend the day. We're going to go on a boat. Cause I was like, at, at the end of the day, like, yeah, we're all friends. But for us, it's like we're celebrating. Let's say you're getting mm-hmm. married. It's like we're celebrating both of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we are still celebrating you. And we want that girl one on one time. And let's be real. Men and women don't love doing all the same things. Yeah. So I love the idea of a joined bachelor. And I, I was always kind of like, oh, no, I'll do my own thing. He does his own thing. But the more like we speak about it honestly I, I really see it because it's like we can do things together mm-hmm. i'll have my day with my girls we'll go on a boat we'll do all like different things and then also things together so it yeah. only makes it more fun and also like how much time can you really be with girls before you're like where the dicks at <laughs> you know but like that's what i'm saying and realistically that's what i'm I saying i i always just like the guy i'm gonna marry like i just want it to be like we want to party together yeah and i have no problem and, and it's not even about trust because like i obviously trust the person i'm with 100 mm-hmm. percent, but it's just like i just want to party with you and i just don't feel like you're the right guy for me if you feel the need to have this like strippers and like questionable things like i don't want the type of thing you know where but you normally about, like, that type of guy comes with like it's it's really easy to actually yeah. dictate and that's what, what kind it's of not, guy he is with if yeah. he's a strip club guy exactly yeah exactly and like I just don't, I hate the idea of like, just don't tell me what happens. I just don't want to know about it. Like I could never live with like having my man go do something. And I'm like, just don't tell me about I'm gonna it. I'm going to be honest though. The fuck? If my man's going to a strip club with all his friends, don't tell me about it. No, I, I get what don't you're saying. Don't tell me about it. And I'm going to ask, don't tell me about <laughs> it. Just please don't. I don't want to know. I just think it's weird to celebrate like, yeah, to celebrate it in that way. Like if anything, it should be like positive and like, I just think like my friends would respect my man and not make me do anything questionable. What and I wish the... that men did. The okay, same hold thing. on. Hold but, on. I, but I do think that sometimes like either or does. not Yeah. But what if now it's a girl and she's going away for her bachelorette mm-hmm. and they're going to a male strip club? What do you think about that? Do you think it's it's the same same rules? Well, I think it's the same rules. I do think like there is a difference between like male strip. Clubs you think and it's female. the same rules? Really? I think, like I said, there's a difference between there's male such and a female big strip clubs. Like, I feel like male strip clubs are definitely more like performative and like, yeah, it's not the same. But I do think, like, if I'm gonna say you can't get a private dance, then I'm not gonna. But even and that being said, it is the same because I would not get a private dance from a stripper if I'm getting like, 
Yes, but girls and girls and and men think differently. I know. I just think that no girl is going to a fucking um, male strip club and saying, "Oh my god, take me to the back room." That's what I'm saying. Like women were just there to have fun, haha. Look at like sexy bodies, and then we're out. Yeah, we're just there to have fun as girls. Whereas I feel like that's where it's different with men. It's like <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like male strip clubs is a little more performative, a little more magic, Mikey. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas like girls strip clubs, it's more like come to the back, you know, come to the back and like, I'll make you forget you have a wife. Yeah. And that's what's shady is. I think it's more the friends thing. Like, especially if like you are surrounded by people who are like, like, like you were saying, it's like the friends want the, the friends always want this shit, you know? Yeah. But it's like, if you respect like his relationship and like me as his like future wife, wouldn't you... Like, I don't think that any of my fr- friends would, like, convince me to do something that would be, like, questionable. For sure. You get what I'm saying? And it's, like, I feel like it's more common for guys to convince their, like, guy. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, it happens on both ends of the spectrum. Like, I think it happens for women as well. But but sometimes when you hear, like, like, like... It's just, like, why is the, the, the tradition for guys to go to the strip club and, like, get, like, escorts? Yeah. And for girls, it's, like, we go on a brunch. Like, what? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> you know what i mean well if we really want to dive into the difference between men and women we absolutely can i sound like a karen when i say no you I don't, don't. <laughs> you really don't i just it's not my type of guy it's just not my type of guy no you don't the only time you're gonna sound like a karen is when when the men are going bro she literally wants to hijack your bachelor party <laughs> she literally wants to be there bro she wants to be there <laughs> baby i'm the funnest if you're marrying you, you know what i was gonna say if you guys do do a strip club how fun would it be to do with everyone yeah then? so i'm watching your ass oh yeah <laughs> if you're getting dance the strippers dancing on me and you watch absolutely that's as close as you're getting <laughs> you hand me the money you don't even put it in her g-string <laughs> i don't know i just think like if you're the type of guy that's bringing me to the strip club and like you and then you're, okay, like, yeah. you're like hey daisy i'm like red flag you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, you know the sure. strippers by name. Like, how, how they don't do Hey here? Daisy. They just do it when you're not looking. Hundred <laughs> percent. They just do it this. There's no Hey Daisy, my lady. They go, Hey, what's your name? And she goes, Never met you before. <laughs> I don't know. There's something that rubs me the wrong way about a guy who frequents the strip club. I, I by the way, agree with you one thousand percent. Even if it's your friends that want to go there, like who, like why? Yeah. Why? Suddenly, I feel like if the idea comes from me, everything goes out the window. <laughs> you know what i mean if it's me who says i want to go to the strip club the strip club is the funnest sickest place you can ever (laughs) go to but if it's you i just (sighs) yeah i mean you explained it i think yeah guys i think she explained it it's cool to go for fun it's weird if you're going to get something out of it wow yeah make that the quote of this episode (laughs) anyways guys uh, that's a little anything else about vegas you came back I mean, that was Vegas. I ended up back in Miami. Um, and then back again, we went for Alessia's birthday in New York. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were really going to play night. my birthday like for that. one night. So for, you and a couple of friends came for one night. I was there for two nights. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love New York. And guys, don't think it was any easier for me to get on the flight just because it was an hour away. <laughs> I got stuck in New York and I got delayed and delayed and... <sighs> It was a rough, it was a rough little Yeah, something I trip. wish we did more of, though, are just, like, things that are, like, known to do in New York. And I almost feel like we repeated a bit of things that we've done the last time. And just, like, my last night, I was at a comedy show and just, like, mm-hmm. drinking. And 
doing all that fun stuff and going to places that like we could never do here and i was just like wow i wish i did the comedy show with all my friends like we would have really enjoyed that so there were certain things that i was like damn but like i still did it so it's fine so it's like (laughs) it's not that bad anyway guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the chemical x podcast season five hit it with a bang (laughs) slap it right in the pussy um thank you so much for listening guys don't forget to like subscribe and comment down below and we'll see you next week see you later